0: Welcome back to the Resilient Fire Podcast. One of my favorite stories that we would talk about was the story of a man by the name of Poon Lim. So on November 10th, 1942, Poon Lim was aboard an old steamer named the Ben Lamond and it left Cape Town bound for Suriname in Northeastern South America without an escort and Lim was among the crew. On November 23rd, just 13 days later, the Ben Lamond was torpedoed by a German submarine or U-boat and sank about 1,200 kilometers east of the mouth of the Amazon River. There were about 55 personnel on the boat, Poon Lim was the only survivor. He put on his life jacket, he jumped overboard, and he started paddling around the water for two hours before he discovered a wooden raft that somebody had launched but failed to get on. The raft had provisions aboard, including biscuits and water and milk, but he needed to make them last as he had no idea whether rescue was at hand. As his provisions ran low, he found ways to supplement them. He collected rainwater in his life jacket and a canvas canopy, He unraveled rope for a fishing line and fashioned fishing hooks from a nail in the planks of his raft and from a spring in the flashlight that was no longer working. He used crushed biscuits rolled into a paste for bait, and once he caught a small fish, he used it for bait for bigger fish, eating his catch raw. Once he caught a shark, but it attacked him as he pulled it aboard and he had to bash it to death using a water container. He cut it up using a knife he had made from the lin. Now, from the lid of a tin of meat, and he also caught seagulls salting the meat with seawater and drying it on a deck nearby to make jerky. Now during his time adrift, there were moments when other ships came near, but you think about the time frame, it was 1942, and this was after the Japanese had attacked Pearl Harbor. And so many of these ships actually saw that he was Asian, and they thought maybe it was an enemy trap. American airmen also seemed to spot him, but a storm shortly after may have moved him far away from his reported position. And incredibly enough, a German submarine also spotted him, but went back underneath the surface and went on its way. But eventually, three fishermen aboard their fishing boat, about 16 kilometers from the coast of Brazil, could see something small in the distance. As their vessel drew closer, they could see it was a man on a wooden raft excitedly waving a shirt in the air. It was obvious that the emaciated figure was asking to be rescued, so the fishermen came alongside and picked him up. The man did not speak a word of Portuguese, and so they were unable to get his full story. He was so hungry that he ate whatever they gave him, but only rudimentary communication was possible. It was not until they took him ashore three days later that he was able to tell someone of the details of his ordeal. That his name was Poon Lim, that he had been a steward aboard the SS Ben Lamond, a British merchant navy ship which had been torpedoed in November 1942. He had found a wooden raft, and he had ultimately spent 133 days adrift until he was rescued by the fishermen on April 5th, 1943. When you think about a situation like this, of course Poon Lim had resources available and and he was able to improvise a lot of things. But I think one of the most important aspects of survival that he had was hope. He did not succumb to a, to a lack of hope or a feeling of despair. When you think about psychological stress and when we when we face stressful environments when we are all alone, it's very easy to lose hope. Now a couple of weeks ago we celebrated Easter. And that's when we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And as I was preparing for a sermon, I found myself deep into into uh, First Peter, right? Peter's letter to to some dispersed Christians throughout Asia Minor and throughout Turkey. And here's what Peter says, First Peter chapter one verse three: "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to His great mercy, He has caused us." to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. I love what Peter writes in here because he he says, first he, he gives blessings to God, right? He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you look at Peter's story and the things that he had gone through in his earthly in his, in his earthly life while he was with Jesus, he had denied Jesus. He took his eyes off Jesus when he was walking on water. There were so many times when Peter failed, but after Jesus had died and had been resurrected and, and Jesus took the opportunity to restore Peter in front of the other disciples on the shore of Galilee after cooking them breakfast, then Peter's heart changed, and so now he's proclaiming blessings to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he, I love this next part. According to his great mercy, according to God's great mercy, it wasn't because of what Peter had done. It wasn't. It, it's not because of his works on earth, right? It's only because of God and because of the character of God. And he says, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. Right. So God has caused us and Peter includes himself in all of this. And I think that's such a beautiful thing to keep in mind. And, and what I really am trying to focus on here is we're born again to this living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. When we believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, when we believe in the truth of that, even though it seems very, very difficult and, and challenging to our, to our earthly brains to try and understand that this actually happened. When we have faith and we believe in the resurrection of Jesus, we now have, we are born again into this living hope. It's like he's referring back to John chapter three when Jesus is talking to the Pharisee and the and and the teacher Nicodemus, and Nicodemus says, "What does it mean to be born again?" And Jesus kind of walks him through that. It's the same sort of language, but we're born again to a living hope. Look, Poon Lim, when he was floating across the ocean, he had hope. And I don't know what his hope was in. I don't know what his faith was or anything like that. But I know that many of us nowadays face things that just seem completely insurmountable. When we face things like child loss or maybe even infertility, right? When, when, a, when a Christian couple who, who follow Jesus, when they are working through a situation like that, it's the living hope that helps them to continue trying to have kids or maybe exploring options like adoption because they know that God is faithful. Or perhaps an, an individual is given, you know, a, and they've got a terminal illness and they're given days or weeks or months to live, but they have faith in Jesus. And, and therefore, because of their faith and their, their belief in the resurrection, they have this living hope because God is faithful. You know, if a man is, is dealing with pornography or even worse, adultery, and he decides to confess that to his wife. And he has been he's been praying to God, and, and he's just God has just said, Hey, prodigal son, come back. Where I'm I'm you're mine now. When you have your faith in Jesus and you confess these things to your wife, adultery is biblical grounds for divorce, but it is also biblical grounds to show how amazing God is. It's because of God's faithfulness. Or when we think about an orphan child who has been placed in home after home after home. But then eventually, there's a a family that brings that child into their home permanently. And they become part of that family. It's only because of the faithfulness of God and the truth of the resurrection It's really hard sometimes to understand why Christians believe what we believe. When you look at what science talks about with the age of the earth and what the Bible says about the age of the earth, it's very hard to work through that. I was a biology major in college and I I realized that Darwin and the theory of evolution, like those are backed by science. But I can also look at evidence in the Bible and say, well, there, there's evidence for this too. Like, why don't we pay attention to this evidence? I mean, just the other day, we were looking at a show about the fossil record and fossils. It takes a long time to make a fossil. Arguably, you could say it takes a longer time to make a fossil than it does to go through the process of digestion. And so when we see a fossil of a fish eating another fish, well, how, how does that happen? Because you would you would surely think that the digestion process would be complete. And that you wouldn't have a fish hanging halfway out of another fish. It's because of sediment just settling into place. Over and over and over and over and over again. Okay, well how does that sediment get there? Sediment moves by water. But when we look at the fish eating the fish, well... The, the digestion would have been done, so how do you explain this? Well, maybe there was just a great flood of water all of a sudden. Well, I'm pretty sure we read about that somewhere in the bible so anyway i'm 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 kind of digressing a little bit right what i'm what I'm trying to say is there are things that are hard to understand. It is hard to understand resurrection, but we have to have faith because when we have faith then we are given this living hope. It doesn't mean that all of the challenges and all of the things that happen because sin is in the world, it doesn't mean that those things go away. It just means that we are now, we are we have this living hope and we should be able to endure through these things. We're still going to deal with, you know, just, I mean, turn on the news, whatever the bad news is. We're still going to deal with that. But we can still point to God and say, God has something great planned, and I'm part of this. We have that living hope. My faith as a Christian is is not in a dead prophet. My faith is in a living God who has resurrected from the dead and is interceding at the right hand of God the Father Almighty for me. When I pray, when I talk to him, he is interceding for me. And so no matter what I face as a Christian, this living hope, no matter what I face, it's gonna be what powers me through until either salvation, right, the, the the end of my new birth, or until Jesus comes. So when you think about Poon Lim, 133 days floating across the ocean, he had a lot going for him, but he had hope. And as a Christian, When we believe in the truth of the resurrection and we understand the sacrifice that Jesus paid for us on the cross and the death that he died, which was excruciating and barbaric. When we think about that and we think about him being in the tomb and then about him defeating death and resurrecting and then ascending to be with God, the father almighty, this should give us a living hope that redefines everything that we do. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll talk to you another time.